When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It's the Instant Match Reaction Show. I'm Paul Machen. That right there is Chris Page. Chris we Page, are... I just promised a therapy session. At the end of the old player ratings. So there's people coming yeah, in asking for a therapy session. We'll see. Okay, cool. Good on you. Um... Unlucky. <laughs> now, um, yeah, look, Atalanta, two Liverpool nil at Anfield, not the result that we wanted, not the result that I think we expected. Um, maybe we should have done looking at the team that started. Maybe the result we deserved. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, definitely on the, on the balance of play. I mean, you can't expect to get anything from a game where you don't have a shot on target. Other than maybe a 0-0 draw. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it was so bad. They just did a number on us, mate. Yeah. They really did. I mean, you know, I was looking at the... I was just talking about it on the player ratings there. Nico Williams has had 110 touches. And that was kind of what we were saying during comms. They've just said, go and beat us with Nico Williams. And we weren't able to. And yet you look at someone like Jeannie Wijnaldum, who only had 43 touches in his 60 minutes on the, on the pitch. And that's like, that's your DM. That's the lad who's supposed to be spreading it around, left, right and centre. He's supposed to be in the middle of it. They worked it really well on the players they thought were important to Liverpool yep. and stopped us creating things. We, um, yeah, and look at look at the team. And we look at the, the difference between the Leicester team because I think there'll be some people going, well, you know, we played really well against Leicester and we didn't play really well here. And, you know, they played three at the back as, as well. But it's the players that we had on the pitch. And it's... And I've seen some of the players that have been. I've seen. I've seen Nico Williams being singled out, and you're right. It's because a lot of the time, you know, in being on the on the flank, it means you get to watch a full half of Nico Williams right up in your face, you know, which which doesn't help. And he has that moment as well because of recency bias, where he, he dribbles it out of play right high up the pitch. I had no problem with Nico Williams' performance really on, on the whole. And what I mean by that is. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and, and say Nico Williams had a fantastic performance. I just think it's such a non-talking point because. We, when did we become hyper judgmental of nineteen year olds playing in, in football matches? This is not. I mean, God, we remember us doing this to Insua. Yeah. Um, and Insua was fine, and then he, and then unfortunately, what happened? He was in rotation with Fabio Aurelio, and Aurelio was made of cheese strings, never played, and Insua ended up as our left back all season, and he got absolutely hung out to dry. And that might that I can see that sort of thing happening with Nico Williams. We had three nineteen year old lads starting that game today in a Champions League game. Albeit at Anfield, and albeit, and I think because we beat them 5 0, I think it makes it look like this should be an absolute fucking cake. Well, it looks like Klopp's succumbed to hubris, or he's decided that, nah, this isn't, we're not taking this game seriously, or whatever. Who, what were our alternatives? And our alternatives were you play Fabinho in defence again, which is okay, you know, 
fine. You know, there's that. But then beyond that, who were the midfield options? Who else could we have played in midfield? We could have changed formation. Yeah, we could have. You know, that's a that's a possibility. But it's also worth saying we've been crap and we've played other formations this season. We've all, we've looked better in four three three than we have anything else. Off the back of a good result, we out with that. It's the performances from the other lads, but I I think everything's forgivable in its own little way. Like Salah was crap and Mane was crap, but who, what do they have around them? They've got no delivery from the wide areas because Shimakas is basically playing his first minutes of football almost this season. They've got a young lad playing at right back who's not Trent Alexander-Arnold. They've got no support from the midfield because James Milner's nearly 35 years old and he's never been a number 10. And he's not, that's never been his job is to go and link the link the midfield. And Kurt Jones is another 19-year-old lad, so you're going to get in consistency out of him. And Diva Karigi has never been good enough to play centre-forward for Liverpool in a 4-3-3. But he's in there because for what for a reason. Which yeah, we'll have to me, assume is a, me, a decision. For is the reason that we don't have a good game from Salah and Mane. Okay. Because I've seen teams, I've seen Mane and Salah not be involved in games. But it's only when Firmino's not there. And you just need someone who can play the ball. When was, when was it tonight when you thought to yourself, oh, here's one of those famous front three one-twos. There's, there's one man in between, Mane and Salah, and it's really, and he wasn't able to do that. And it's not his game. I'm not having a go at Divock Origi. He's not that type of centre-forward. But question marks maybe could be asked about why did, why, why did we do that? Do you because know why we I could think... have put Minamino there, and then we don't know the full reasons of why Minamino wasn't there. I think it's tactical. I think he's got a choice. I think, again, this is the point. I've seen people saying, well, why, why are we playing Shimakas in an important game? But Shimakas, they all need to play footy. There's either lads we've got no choice but to play or there's lads that we're going to have no choice but to play if we don't play them to give the other lads rest. So if Andy Robertson doesn't come out occasionally, he's going to get injured and we're going to be playing Costa Shimakas anyway. So you've kind of got to get him ready where, where you can. So, you know... Not, and not rest Robbo. That, exactly, exactly. But the, the, the Origi thing, I think Origi was, was picked as an option because I think... We we thought Atalanta were going to come at us, and they didn't. They they never gave up their shape to chase the game at any point in, in, in that game. All of our counter-attacks were limited to one of the front three dropping to the halfway line and trying to hold the ball up while being mercilessly booted by two between one and three other, fo- other footballers at the time, cutting off all of the options to turn the, the, the way to which we wanted the football to be, to be going. I think we thought Atalanta would play another op- more open game, and Divo Carigi made, of the two, between him and Minamino. And again, I'm sure we'll think, Firmino, Jota, yeah, why not? But I, I can only work on the assumption... That we we've we can't there's there's a re, there's a fitness reason why we're choosing not to play those lads because I don't think it's a complacency thing which I think some people do I think we've gone we need to rest and rotate so it's a Rigi or Minamino and I think we've thought there'll be opportunities to bang the ball in behind to Rigi because my God Jota scored Jota and Salah both scored goals playing like that away from home so why wouldn't they do it in this game when they need a win much more than they needed a win the other week and it, that never happened. And Origi just got absolutely fucking hung out to dry because this was not the game for Divock Origi well, to be playing when he's not we, fit. Yeah, it kind of comes back to what we were saying before the game. You know, I don't remember if it was team news or it was just a build-up for, for the stream and stuff, is that, you know, I think Klopp would have picked a different side if he'd seen their sides. Hmm. You know, you don't get you don't get that luxury. No. You never get that luxury. No. But they did a number on us. 
all over. You know, their game plan was absolutely perfect. Um, the the personnel, the, the the shape of the midfield, the fact that they threw an extra body in the midfield made it more difficult for yep. the likes of Genie Wijnaldum and all that type of stuff. Milner, Curtis Jones, and their centre halves were sound. Yep. You know, and and they, they they played us really really well. So massive credit to Atalanta. Mm. I don't think they were sensational. Well, I think they were good, yeah, and they deserve to win the game. I think it's hard to tell because we because we look poor and we're so used to being good. So we, I think we naturally we always do this. We always just presume that Liverpool are shit if something like that goes wrong instead of necessarily. Not saying we're doing that because I think we've given we've given credit to Atalanta because Liverpool weren't at full strength. It's hard to, for us to say. It's like um, Red Star away when we had Daniel Sturridge and and, and Lallana in that in that team. We clearly. Put a, put, we rotated for that and got put, got punished for it. And we've seen you know that, that happen here tonight. It's just one of those things where they've they've got a lot of bodies central. And you're right. They've they've let when we struggled last season, we were like this as well. Sheffield United was a really good example of this game where we did just let Trent have the ball inside his half up until really really you know starts to get into their half and then there's a brick wall in front. So he's just too far away to put a, dec- a decent cross in. So you need you need more wear. So you need to actually go through the middle. But they had all their bodies in, in the middle, and we had nothing. We had we just didn't have the balance in midfield. So our two when we're shut down in the middle, and we've had this. So we've had the, the Brexit midfield as we always used to call it. It wasn't a massively creative midfield. You know we had don't need a creative midfield. The shelter bar. But when we pulled Oxley Chamberlain into that, and we became an absolute fucking revelation for 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 a little while. So we moved our supply chains to the to the wings from the fullbacks. Well, we took both of them out. That neither of them were in the team today, and then so you've got no established quality in the fullbacks. No players are integrated up to speed with what we do, and neither of them are world class assist machines like the lads. They're just fullbacks. We yeah. just had, we and had to we played a left back and a right back today. And, and listen, for anyone you know, and I don't think Nico was very good, you know, but. I think there's reasons why. For anyone saying Nico shouldn't have started, well, he's starting in midfield. Yeah. If if Milner's your right back in this game, yeah. so let, let's let's be honest here. He had to start this game mm-hmm. because we had three fucking midfielders. Yeah. We didn't have any midfielders on the bench that recognised first teamers and stuff like that. The other thing is as well, I don't think although Salah worked hard and he did win the ball back on the edge of the area a couple of times during the game, they massively overloaded Nico Williams and, and if you think about I think it's their first goal maybe it's the second I'm not quite sure now one of their lads oh no it's not even a goal right there's a ball over the top first half and Nico Williams is with their striker or their left winger or whatever and their left winger just pulls back Nico goes with him and the other lads just completely free their left midfielder probably just goes over the top now Salah's not there to help him out and what you're asking an inexperienced right back at this level to do is leave the man that he can see and go to another man 20 yards away that is something that you can only get with experience Trent makes the wrong decision on those type of things fairly often as well and who's who's the the lad who's supporting him on that side Curtis Jones, another 19-year-old lad who had a brilliant game at the weekend, but he's 19. We can't expect world-class performances, top-level performances from 19-year-olds, game in, game out. And I said this all along, not, there's nothing wrong with any of these lads. Like, there's nothing wrong with Divock Origi, by the way. I'm not having... I'm, I, 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 it's, it's, we, we do it jokingly when we have a bit of a laugh about Divock Origi. Divock Origi's fine. If you, if you play... 
your back five, your first choice back five, and, and a really strong midfield, and you play two of our front, what two from Firmino, Salamani, and probably now Jota and Origi. It's a, it's a, it's a non-issue. Exactly the same with Nico Williams. Exactly the same with Curtis Jones. Exactly the same with Reese Williams. But we've played them all in one team at the same time. That was what happens. This is what happens when you've got we had we got no choice but to rotate. And I'm saying I, I, it's the only way we can look to approach this unless you're saying the Klopp's full of shit. I, I'm, and if that's the way we want to, you want to go with it, that's fine. But you can't come out. Klopp's not going to come out and say. I'm basically, I could basically give the points to Brighton because that's how fuck we're going to be for a half twelve kick off on Saturday, and then us come out and then I'd put our full strength team out. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today, and, and even full strength's not... No, it's not full strength. The other thing that's difficult for him is he's clearly decided to make the changes. And while they're all warming up and they're all stripping off, we concede. Yeah. And he goes with the changes because he thinks they're the right changes. But my word, that doesn't have fucking suck the life out of you even more yeah. when you're warming up. And then you're thinking, oh, God, we've got to get back into this game. And we never kicked on from those changes. At nil, at, if that's nil-nil making them changes, it's a different game. It might not be uh, we win. It's probably it might just be a nil nil, which is a point, which is a good, which is a good point in in you know with the gift of hindsight. But you're right, you're, you're chasing a goal in a game where you've not even landed a glove on them at that point with a bunch of lads who then are already thinking, God, I'm I'm coming into an uphill battle. I wasn't prepared, you know, psychologically prepared, and it's still a disjointed team. It's still a disjointed performance, and it's also a, a super emboldened Atalanta for whom. If there was no space previously, there's not going to be space now. They're not going to give up anything. They're not going to go wild. They're, they're, they're in the in the driving seat. They'll be feeling like everything's going right for them at that point. Um, so yeah, it's, it's some of it's a bit circumstantial, and you know, I, I don't think we're going to make changes earlier than that. It was 57 minutes, I think, when they were starting to get get them ready. You know, maybe we could have made a couple. Of, maybe we could have made a change at half time. These are all kind of if buts and maybes of the whole thing. Look, I'll, I'll be honest, right? Look, I'm disappointed with the performance. Everyone, everyone should be able to tell you that right now. I am still happy that we've got nine points after four games in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It's just, especially with all, what's going on with the injuries and everything else, and you know, I still think you know, one more win, and we're through. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all that matters. We've got two games, one more win, and we win. You know, 
and we're through. That's that's it. That's what matters right now. Mm-hmm. And it's about managing these lads through the next period of games. You will not be able to judge whether the Klopp put the right side or the wrong side out. I said this during the game until we're, until the group's done or until we've won the league something, or whatever it is. Something's always got to give because you can't win every game of football, unfortunately. And we have had this. We, you know, we've we've made our mistakes and we've taken our licks and we've done it but we've always done it in the group stages of the Champions League I was saying it before we you know we had a much stronger side uh, away at Napoli two seasons ago and we're fucking one of the worst performances I've ever seen it was horrendous um, but then last year we were miles better and got beaten it's 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 where we're 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 managing a season at the moment, and we're in the real we're in the real dirt, the muck and the grime of it at the moment, and we're re- and we're reeling from it. And and this is this is what happens because we looked at that Leicester side and we and we we went look at all the players who got injured and look what a great performance it was. Well, this is the flip side of that. We're allowed to now go look at all the players that were injured. Look at what we're having to do in terms of rotating. We're having to manage because we've got to go. We've played a game three days ago against one of our biggest rivals, an intense game of football with a threadbare side. We've had a lot of players. We've come, our top players have gone away on international duty and played during that period as well. We're having to make sure they don't collapse because if we were to lose any of them, any more of our stars, this is what the team looks like. This is what I'd say. I'd say is that. This is what our team will look like if we don't rotate. It's looking like this by choice at the moment. That we chose to put that team out because we've still got some choices available to us. But if we don't rotate more in a month's time, this is what our first choice team will look like. Because if Andy Robertson gets a fucking injury and if Bobby Firmino gets an injury, heaven forbid one of Jota, Mane or Salah gets an injury, this is what our team is going to fucking... Yeah, and, like. and here's the thing, that's not to say that this side can't go and beat someone. No, of course and not. It, you know, but what makes Liverpool great is consistency. And we get our consistency out of our first team players. The fact that they're normally there, they're all normally the same people, they're, and they're all able to put in that level of performance each and every week. So yeah, Kurt Jones was playing against Leicester, and yes, he was brilliant, and yes, he played tonight, and no, he wasn't brilliant. That's the inconsistency of youth. And, and when you have a team that doesn't play together, look at Man United; they get good results, they get shit results. Yeah. I is one thing. Is one thing I said on the on the uh, fan reactions earlier. If you have to say one thing, what Klopp does game to game. And how he manage, how he how he normally manages his squad. What's the one area? What what's the one area of the pitch that he definitely rotates? It's always the midfield. It's always the midfield, always. And right now, we simply don't have the options available. To, there's no way on God's earth that that midfield that we would ever choose that midfield to play in back to back games of football. In, in two big games of football back to back as well because that's a, and that's yet he a, would have done if Cater was available he'd probably have played the same midfield as the weekend he might have done he, but he might have he, again circumstantial we'll never know if we had another right back available to us in those situations and all these it, it, there's, there's a lot of lots of other mitigating factors and all this kind of stuff you may you may be absolutely right maybe we but maybe we would have dropped Nico in for this one and maybe Milner would have come in fresh you know or come out or what you know what I mean or more for, it's it's awesome, but that's the point about this. We've just rotated the front three. We've rotated the back four, which we normally never do. And the engine room of the team has just stayed the same. And what was the the the, the big problem? 
the front three completely isolated, had no support, no one in around them, no one bursting forward, no one breaking lines from midfield, no creativity. We've got two or three moments where Milner gets around the edge of the 18-yard box and it's literally like his legs stop working. And it's like, because... To play in a number 10 at this level, you've got to be one of the best players on the planet to be able to do it at that. And Milner's not, never really been that, but he's certainly not that. Having played a game three days ago, 60 minutes of which he played basically right back, right mid, and right wing. Um, up the and down thing the is, as well, like you're talking about, like, you know, Atalanta and the game plan and how they played and how, how, how different that was for you. Klopp's probably exactly the same. I mean, you know, they made six changes. We, we know that from the, from the first game. We played Sunday night, 7.15. Monday and Tuesday are rest days. Mm-hmm. So we got Wednesday. Oh, wait there. That's fucking game day. Yep. Um, I think they played the Saturday as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. It's not loads more time for them, but it is more time, especially when it's the 7.15 game on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you go, so, so you're going late Wednesday, early Saturday. It's yep. like my old fucking Subway, mate. My Subway week was like 7 o'clock starts on a Monday. And then I'd, I'd do like a, a 10 6, and then I'd do a 12 8, and do a freaking 9 at night till fucking 7 in the morning. And it just fucks your week up. And that's what these lads have got. They've got a 7 and 8, yeah. and then they're down to the 12 30. I know, and that's it. And I think we, we, all, we forget sometimes because I think we look at game weeks on their own a lot. So it's like, oh, we're playing this game, but who are we playing at the weekend? And on paper, you go, and Atalanta midweek and Brighton at the weekend, that's hard. But it's Leicester. Atalanta, Brighton, it's a, it's a, you know, and again, we, we wiped the floor with Leicester, but that's three days from a, from, a, from a really big game on the back of an international break, a game where the players have been all over the place. And all, again, it sounds like excuse making. It, it is, to, to some extent, it's, it's, it is, it's an acceptance of the situation we're in. If Liverpool have managed to engineer something in that, which was very, you know, we were, we were awful against Midtjylland. Awful in that game, and then we made some, you know, we from the bench we improved. Ajax first half, we were a bit you know, we were in the game, but we were getting battered by Ajax, and then we made the changes and we came and we came and hit them. We've been using, we have been massaging our way through the Champions League so far. It's just that no one cares to notice because we won all the games and we didn't concede along the way. Ajax could have been out, could have been home and dry in the first 45 minutes in that in, in that game against us. Again, Midland, we were. Was it did Minamino and Origi start that game? And we were going like we were we were sat there just bored to the back teeth because we had nothing. We offered nothing. Uh, we've had a couple of Sheffield uh, Sheffield United was a bit like that game as well. We've had lots of these sort of bits and pieces of games. We're just getting through at the moment. And the idea, and I said this before, that Tottenham Hotspur is like the fifteenth of December. It's mid it's mid month. We've got a few. We've got a few winnable games, but winnable comes with its own pressure at the moment. You've got to be. You've got to be ready to win those games. They're not. They're only winnable if you're. You know, if you're up to speed and you've got you good and you and you and you're ready to tackle those games. So, we need those points in the Premier League much more than we need the points in the Champions League at the moment. I think we'll go about the method of achieving as many as possible across the board. And I don't think for a second we sacrificed this. But there's a reality to what Liverpool are trying to do in the season. If we go and get the win against Brighton, I think we'll be less arsed. If we you know if you beat Brighton and you and you and you and you if you're fresh enough to beat Brighton and Ajax, then 
this is all sort of forgivable, I think. But yeah, well, time time will tell on it certainly. Um, yeah, it was poo. Uh, we all had to suffer through it. We don't have to suffer it anymore, uh, except we do. Uh, we got the final word show coming tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about this. That is on the RedmenTV.com. Sign up now. We've got some wonderful content. If you don't want to talk about this match, but you want to get some more Boss Liverpool stuff, we've got an amazing Brendan Rodgers documentary that's just gone out. The rise and fall of Brendan Rodgers Liverpool added to a whole host of amazing content as well. So if you really need to fill some time, loads of documentaries, loads of interviews, Liverpool players past, present and future. doesn't really make sense because the thing. Uh, but yeah, go and check out the website. Sign up. It's £5 a month. It's brilliant. It supports everything that we do. Uh, and we love it very deeply. And we think you will too as well. Uh, yes, I'll be back tomorrow for the final word show. Check that out and we'll see you there. Ta. A tale of what might have been, really. You know, a young up-and-coming manager from Swansea. Brendan Rodgers will be taking over the Liverpool hot seat. Brendan is a top manager for me. Incredible highs. Liverpool are playing some of the best football, anyway. Some of my most enjoyable days. No doubt there was a tinge of jealousy. I think everyone felt Liverpool were going to go on and, and win the title. Unbelievable lows. He deserves so much, you know, to win a title. It was the worst thing that could have happened for Liverpool in that time. It was always going to be difficult to replace him. Liverpool as a club wasn't competing. <laughs> Everything went wrong there at the end. It kind of deteriorated that relationship. Liverpool have decided to terminate the contract of manager Brendan Rodgers. It was difficult for Brendan. Brendan was learning on the job. Great coach, fantastic training sessions on the, the training pitch. I was proud to, to be part of it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.